Like Republicans all over the country, I have been watching the poll numbers and seeing whether or not the Republicans can take the U.S. Senate and give Harry Reid more time to look for that guy who said Mitt Romney never paid his taxes. A poll out today from the New York Times shows, oh my gosh, the Democrats may not lose a seat. It was pretty shocking. Here to explain it all to us with the Weekly Standard is Bill Crystal. Bill, what's going on? Uh, what's going on is the New York Times has teamed with the Kaiser Family Foundation to do some polls, and they've done a poll today that has wacky results. When you look inside the poll, they haven't made it all available, incidentally. They should make it all available at all the internals and all the cross-tabs. In turn, inside the poll, they have the voters of Arkansas where they find Pryor ahead of Cotton, the Democrat, uh, Mark Pryor ahead of Tom Cotton, the Republican challenger, by 10 points. Wow. And that's a, this is a race that's gone from probably Cotton plus two or three to maybe Pryor plus one or two now, and most of the polling, it's very close. They've had a huge assault up against Cotton on the air. A Harry Reid super PAC, pretty effective one, actually, in the case where the Democratic money's probably been so far a little more uh, effective than the Republican money, but still a very close race. Suddenly it's plus 10. So then you look inside the poll, and what do you find? And in the people they're polling, they're polling all adults, they're polling registered voters. At times it's confusing, it's hard to tell, certainly not likely voters. But of the voters they polled, they asked them, who'd you vote for in 2012? 27% Romney, 26% Obama, a massive wow. number allegedly didn't vote or don't remember. Uh, Obama, uh, Romney carried Arkansas by 23 points against Obama. So if you have a poll that's evenly split between Obama and Romney, people who say they voted for Obama and Romney, and in reality, the reason they ask this question, you understand, Michael, is that it's kind of a reality check, right? It shows whether your poll is just wacky, because you ask so you can compare it backwards and see, you know, hopefully it's in the same ballpark. Um, instead, it's totally off by 24 points. There's now an exchange going on and on email and Twitter uh, with the Times, they put up a couple of posts trying to ha- sort of walk back the poll and say, well, actually, the poll doesn't, it's kind of an outlier, maybe it's not quite right. And then, uh, but they still haven't really addressed the fundamental problem that this number is totally implausible. They say, well, there's a bias. People like to say afterwards they voted for the winner, but that's like a two or three or five point <laughs> bias. That's never a 23 point bias. So, anyway, I think there's something wacky going on. The bigger qu- question is the Kaiser Family Foundation, not actually. One of our reporters is looking into it. I, I don't know much about them. They're not really a polling outfit. When right. they've done polling, they've done polling on health care. There's no evidence. I don't know. How'd they do the poll? Who'd they hire to do the poll? Is it a robo-poll? I mean, it's clearly a wacky kind of screen of adult, adult, all adults for an election. That's very, uh, very unusual. So I, I do think, and then the New York Times is putting its, its imprimatur on it. So um, I basically, I don't think Republicans should be complacent. I think they've got some tough races coming up. I think Harry Reid and the Democrats are fighting back very hard. So I'm in a way happy if this is a wake-up call for Republicans. But I also think this is a sign of how bad the mainstream media has got. I mean, they team up with Kaiser, which is a big liberal pro-Obamacare organization. They put the New York Times stamp of approval on a poll that is not done by any, to my knowledge, by a reputable polling firm who are used to polling races. They don't release the internals. It's not transparent about who was, how the poll was done. It's really, the liberal media are very anxious that the Democrats will lose the Senate this fall. Uh, but I'm with you in the sense that I love the fact that there's something to wake people up, to make mm-hmm. people realize that it is not just going to be a cakewalk. Republicans aren't just going to show up in November and win the U.S. Senate because how could anyone possibly vote for Barack Obama? We went through that in 2000. 12 the how could anyone possibly vote for Barack Obama and it turns out that they did and you know then so there we are with with uh, four more years of uh, of a president who had a very difficult record to defend 
So if this means that grassroots Republicans go, okay, okay, we've got to focus on winning. I think the New York Times and the Kaiser Foundation may have inadvertently done the GOP a favor. Yeah, that's, I, I hope that's right. I think that could be right. I think the donors are also among the ones who need to be awakened. I've been told by people trying to raise money for the there's a super PAC uh, right. that, that is intended to help cotton in Arkansas. Uh, there's some outside groups going in there. But, I mean, so far cotton has been outspent. Uh, on the air by the outside groups, the cotton plus the friendly groups to him have been outspent by the Democratic groups uh, on the air uh, because I think you're right, there's some complacency, some donors are saying, well, I don't want to give to that race. Everyone says Arkansas is in the bag. Let me give to other races. In general, the Republicans are suffering from a weird combination of complacency on the one hand. Republican donors, I would say, are being affected by a certain kind of complacency on the one hand. And also, understandably, a sense that they wasted a ton of money last time in 2012. They were told they were going to win. Uh, they gave a ton of money to Carl Rose Group, Crossroads, right. and others. It didn't really work out. But that's no reason to, I don't think, not to give money this time. Give money more intelligently. Uh, target the money better. But um, this is an awfully important uh, off-year election here in 2014, and I, I just would hate to, uh, for Republicans to, to, to fail to um, really maximize their chances for gains and what's a favorable environment out there uh one of the uh, conversations i'm hearing more of is that obamacare is popular obamacare is it's, it's working people love it it's uh, turning the corner there and my question bill is is it the job of republicans to keep reminding people of the facts about obamacare that we assume they know like the two trillion dollars is going to cost us like the people who've lost their doctors and will never get their original doctor back like the people who've seen their uh, their deductibles explode or their premiums explode or is that already baked into the cake as consultants like to tell me all the time no nothing's ever really baked into the cake for one thing and and they need to remind people of the facts. They need to also explain to the degree that Obama succeeded in masking some of the problems. It's because they have this huge flush front for the insurance companies in the uh, what are called the risk corridors, which allows them to then pressure the insurance companies not to raise premiums as much as they really probably would have to to make the thing viable. But they're going to get get uh, paid back by us, by the taxpayers, because Obamacare had this flush fund and then it got increased through a regulation recently. That's something that House Republicans need to move aggressively, I think, against uh, as soon as possible. There's just too much complacency among both Republican right. consultants and Republicans in the House. They're not, why aren't they going after the risk corridors in Obamacare? Why aren't they going after the export-import banks? Some are talking about it, but leadership is very reluctant. A classic example of crony capitalism. Right. A bill to get rid of Fannie and Freddie got through the House Financial Services Committee. Jeb Henseling's chairman of that very articulate, intelligent, uh, reasonably young House member. He could go to the floor and make the case for that bill, Let's get rid of Fannie. Let's be the Republicans that are the party that's fighting the insurance companies, fighting Fannie and Freddie, uh, you know, fighting uh, right. crony, ca- crony capitalism, fighting Obama. Uh, I'm very worried that they're just playing, you know, uh, running out the clock here uh, in Congress, and that that tends not to work. And not only that, but there's a huge opportunity. The uh, Keystone XL pipeline, you know, story in and of itself is not. You know, I mean, let's face it: how many people are directly affected by it? Right. But you've got symbolism on one side, Tom Steyer's money. If you want this billionaire, you will do what he says. I thought it was only the Koch brothers who did that stuff, Bill. I'm, I'm stunned by this. Uh, but on the other side, the head of the uh, one of the unions who stood most to, to benefit most from this, just screaming at Obama and the Obama administration. There is the opening right there for Republicans to rush in and say, you're absolutely right. There they. 
they, the Democrats, are not on your side. They have to take care of the Tom Steyers and the Nancy Pelosi's and the freak job granola eaters and the fringe angry people. They are not on your side. There's the opportunity, Bill. Why wouldn't Republicans rush in and own it? Yeah, I don't know. Why aren't they forcing a vote on Keystone next week in the House? Why, are, why is Mitch McConnell tying up the Senate until there's a, uh, Harry Reid grants another vote on it? I know people say, oh, they voted on it right. before, or it's very complicated, hard to see how Congress can force the president to do it. Well, fine. That's maybe it. ultimately you don't actually get the decision made the way you want, but you certainly highlight the issue. I do think there's just the, the, the House Republicans are, are their strategy now is run out the clock. Senate Republicans, their strategy is we can't have a strategy because Harry <laughs> Reid won't let us get a vote or anything. And neither is doing nearly as much as they could to help shape the playing field. So November, I still think Republicans are in pretty good shape. Um, but I, I agree very much. There's just too much complacency, too much passivity. Okay, I don't agree with you on the in good shape because I, you can see the pieces coming together. Why is the Obama administration uh, you know, doing the war on women stuff? Because they've targeted a group that they are going to energize. Right. Why are they picking fights over things like affirmative action? Uh, why is Ed Markey announcing it's time to go back after talk radio with an investigation of alleged hate speech on the Internet, whatever? Because they know they, they can use these to energize individual groups groups, this disparate coalition. And the Republicans are just standing there waiting for these, you know, they, they, you look at each one and it's just one arrow. But the next thing you know, you've got an entire quiver stuck in your back. And the victory of 2010, which is the model, the right model for Republicans to think about, that was an energized electorate, which Absolutely. the Republican candidates continue to energize. And the Tea Party, of course, activists energized, to the, much to their credit, on their own. And here we have, um, in a way, activists are being discouraged from doing things. Mm-hmm that would really uh, energize Republicans and call attention. I mean, I, again, I come back to the insurance corridors, the, the, the risk corridors for insurance companies in Obamacare. It's the best example of crony capitalism. It helps highlight how Obamacare works and just yeah. how pernicious the whole thing is. It highlights the lawlessness of Obamacare. The idea that the Republicans aren't having hearings and forcing that to a vote and letting making the Democrats defend the insurance companies, can you imagine what a spectacle that would be? I mean, the, the reason, the fact that they're not doing that, I find... It's very worrisome. I, uh, yeah, you're right to be worried. I still think you know the underlying dynamics are still awfully good for Republicans. Obama's unpopular. Obamacare's unpopular. But if things don't happen by themselves in politics. You have to fight to make them happen. Uh, Bill Crystal, thanks so much for your analysis and your time. We really appreciate it here. Uh, I appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, Michael.